Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Yigena Jirazi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. We're back. It's episode two and today is all about self-love. Oh my God, that's so cheesy. <laughs> it, does, it really does sound a bit cheesy, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, that, that's funny, actually, Megena, because what is it about this self-love that almost feels cheesy when we say it? No, right now it was the saying of it together. Yeah. That was quite cheesy. It was, wasn't it, actually? Yeah. Yeah. Being a little bit more serious about it. I think when you talk about self-love, it's this understanding that it's so hippie it's so spiritual it's so you know out there that you need to love yourself you need to love everyone else there's a lot about inner critics coming up when when you talk about self-love and it's so difficult even us in our tribe say three things that you love about yourself and some of the people had it such a difficulty to say what those three things are i know and i think we got about trouble with that right I think actually the struggle with self-love is that we hear the word self in it and then we make all of these associations like self-obsessed, self-absorbed, self, self, self. And and I think there is a sort of slightly negative connotation that we put on ourselves about it, that it makes us a me-me person or something if we are people that offer self-love towards ourselves, which is absolutely bloody ridiculous, right? Exactly that. And a lot of people think it's very arrogant as well. That's why they're so critical when it comes to expressing the self-love. And ironically, Um, when we start from that place, then actually that's when we can give the most to others, right? Exactly. It's as simple as that. If you don't give self-love to yourself, then you're not there for anyone else. And you know what? We know that. And especially as coaches, we're working a lot with our clients on themes around self-love. And yeah, I don't know about you, Megana, but I know for me, I'm, I'm certainly still in relationship with self-love that is a bit up and down sometimes. And I have my struggles with it. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. And I find it difficult sometimes to actually mention it to people because there is this resistance. And I've had a lot of conversations about, well, you're a coach and you should have control over it. You should know a lot about it and you should already manage this. And I find it very hard sometimes to be totally honest and vulnerable and say, yes. And at the same time, I'm a human and I'm struggling to fully love myself. Absolutely. And, you know, that's almost the shared humanity piece because we are all just doing the best we can. And we, we do have a differing relationship with this whole idea of self-love. And yeah, maybe even just acknowledging that in the way that you expressed it there is kind of half the battle, knowing that it's something we have to consciously try and access and that, you know, we don't always get there with. Yeah, exactly. And to me, where I struggle, it's very much about putting boundaries and saying no being kind and compassionate to myself when I do mistakes, because there is the perfectionist in me that is always trying to come out. 
Yeah, you know, as you say that, I'm aware that it's almost like another voice that you need to access that's going to help you when these critics come in and when this this kind of gremlin around perfectionism is there and stuff like it's something that is times a distant voice and we almost need to call in to serve us and to get us back on track and to help us come into better relationship with ourselves yeah definitely and that is what we we actually have been working a lot especially during coaching right and as much as i've strengthened that relationship a lot with my inner leader yeah. and that voice that is the truth that is my core still the inner critics and the gremlins you were talking about still they they show up they're very strong especially when there is something quite big in my life happening that is challenging the status quo or challenging my patterns yeah. one of the things that i've quite liked to have done in the past is to have actually created physicalized images of gremlins just to give them a little bit of character a little bit of personality for those of you who don't know what we're talking about here gremlins just basically that voice that self-limiting voice that tells us we can't do something we're not enough we're going to get it wrong we're going to fail so sometimes actually bringing these gremlins to life in some way can actually give us a little bit of distance from them because we see them from what for what they are so that's actually helped me a little bit with not identifying so much with them. Mm. Yeah, I use that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> with clients my, as well, right? Yes, with clients a lot. And I love it because when I share what my inner critic is called, she's called skinny bitch. <laughs> I love that. And it is like that. So I know when she's speaking, I know when she's coming up. Yeah. And this awareness and this naming that helps me identify and kind of, as you say, put it outside myself and choose to come from a different place. Absolutely, yeah. And then, the inner leader is, is really powerful there, isn't it? When we can actually think, right, okay, so this gremlin's here, skinny bitch, or whoever that might be. Yeah, they want to get attention, and I hear them. <laughs> I acknowledge that you're there. And I'm going to choose to actually come from the place within me that's the strong, empowered part where I'm actually choosing myself. Yeah, I really find that too, that when I access my inner leader, it's almost like everything becomes possible again. And I'm, exactly. I'm noticing I'm opening my hands as I say that because I'm realizing something opens in me that allows me then to draw on all parts of me rather than just get drowned out by this critical voice. I totally echo that. There is so much freedom coming with that choice. Freedom. And you know what we're all about? Because we believe that untamed women are real powerful and free <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> oh i do love talking to yeah. you Jenna. yeah tell me i'm curious now in your life where do you see that you can give more self-love to yourself love the question you always ask such great questions so my relationship with self-love has really been on the up in the last couple of years i have to say and i have a bit of an up and down relationship with it. It's not like every day I wake up, I look in the mirror and I think, wow, I love you. I'd like to. Oh yes, I would. And what I do notice is that when I start my day from a really conscious place of connecting in with myself, beginning outside in nature, because I love nature, setting myself a strong intention as to where I want to come from for that day then things just seem to flow in my life. 
and the more they flow, the more that feeling of self-love is amplified and the more I can connect to it. So I think what I'm speaking to here is that it's almost accumulative for me. So when I start off on the right kind of path with it at the start of the day, it can really grow throughout that day. However, conversely, if I start off and I don't know, I get up a bit later or I don't go for my run or, you know, things that I know really kind of grounding for me in my life, I can then lose contact with that self-love and become quite self-critical and harsh and a little bit Sergeant Major with myself, actually. And then it can be like, I really get into a kind of negative loop of how I'm speaking to myself inside. And as voice is really, really important for me, hearing that negative voice getting louder or more present is it actually has a, a really challenging impact and I find that difficult. So what I notice is that I, it's a bit of a balancing act for me. It's a bit up and down. And over these last couple of years, I'm almost able to witness myself. So when I am in a bit where, you know, I'm not feeling such self-love, I'm not able to come into contact with that and I'm feeling a bit harsh with myself, I can kind of see it from a little bit of a distance and observe it and realize, okay, so this isn't great in terms of that. How do I, and almost like ask myself that question. So how do I get back into relationship with self-love and how, how do I offer myself back that good feeling and validation of self? I love that question. And I love what you were speaking to. It's also all these healthy habits of taking care for oneself. And that is pure self-love. And of course, you know that I'm going to ask you the same question, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get away with that one. Yeah, please do share. Like, Where are you at with, with self-love and relationship with it? For me, self-love is very much relationship with self. It's like a mirror of the inside and the mirror on the outside. It's so immediate sometimes. <laughs> that is scary. It's really scary. <laughs> like who I would track to. Also clients in terms of what issues are they working with. It's such a mirror of my own journey. When I have clients working with, with stuff like perfectionism, being good enough, and I was like, is there something else that I need to work on? Where I am with that, I'm very much as you say. Some days it's, it's better, some days it's worse. And I've noticed also recently, I've struggled a little bit with it. I ended a relationship where there was so much of this contradiction of self-love and wanting to be liked and wanting to be validated, wanting to belong. And it was such a huge struggle because at the end, I was not respecting myself and I was not loving myself. I was choosing to be in something that was toxic and giving my power away to another person. Great awareness around that. Thank you so much for sharing because I'm sure there are so many people that can relate to that. And it's very human. What I hear when you speak to that is that you see that for what it is and you're able to understand where you're coming from and what influences that in your relationship with self-love. What does self-love have to do with untaming femininity? Yes, good question. And so very relevant to the topic, I feel, because untaming femininity is all about expressing our free, powerful, unique feminine self and we really have to be in a healthy relationship and a healthy self-loving relationship with ourselves if we're even going to begin letting that part of us be free and be seen and be heard so for me it's actually the foundation of everything that we're trying to create here through our untaming femininity podcast and through our tribe and it's about yeah creating a 
foundation from which we can come from in order to have the ultimate impact in this world. What about for I you, Magenna? I love what you say about the, creating the foundation. And while you were speaking, I was thinking, yes. And this foundation and this process of becoming an untamed woman can be very messy. And I think what's super important in that process, messy process, it's a lot about the self-compassion and the care and the self-love, really showing that to ourselves and treating ourselves sometimes as our small children in the sense, showing that self-compassion to ourselves and accepting where we are and being kind to ourselves. Oh, yeah. So, so echo what you're saying there. Self-compassion is the new fashion and yes to the mess. It had to get poetic, of course. But yes, self-love is the driving force. You know what, Megena? I feel like we're just touching the iceberg of this topic of self-love. And in some ways, I feel like this is a conversation that we could have for weeks on end and we would never exhaust it. And the same. Yeah. And I'm just really curious to, to know what our listeners um what their experience really is with, with self-love and how they relate to it. So do let us know if you're listening in and you are also having your own questions and curiosity around the topic of self-love. You can always also put comments in our Facebook tribe. We'd love to have you join. But it's a topic that I feel we've just opened up and needs so and deserves so much more time, space and love, actually. <laughs> We've started and even acknowledging that the need for it is just such a big and important step. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares.